welcome to the Think Factory podcast. We got one question for you. What keeps you up at night? I'm your host, Chris Santamassimo from OGC Solutions. You can see us on the web at ogcsolutions.com. And I thank you for joining the podcast. So I'm here today with Sahil Singh from Stratajet. Thanks for joining us today, Sahil. Thanks again for having me. You know, uh, Sahil, one of the, the many interesting things uh, that we saw at the recent trade show where we met or where you met our team uh, is to get introduced to companies like yours that are really a success story in terms of family-owned businesses. You know, the, the strategic story, I think, is a really interesting one. We'd love to share it uh, with folks that listen to the podcast, but we'd also love to, you know, do a little bit of learning from it. And then talk about all the exciting things that you're involved in at Strategy. Uh, thank you so much. I mean, I feel we still have a, a very long route to take, uh, but we are passionate about what we do and uh, we love what we do. So uh, that was the reason we, you know, we started this brand and we started this solutions. And it's it's been that's the aim that we we are still focusing on. So for us, it's always been technology being the first part of it and making sure our products and our solutions can actually, you know, help end users and help life of, you know, people using this in in our industry. So, um, and we hope to keep on doing this in the coming future as well. Well, you're a humble guy because uh, some of the things we saw from your portfolio are pretty interesting and, and really at the cutting edge of uh, inkjet technology. So tell us a little bit about the Stratajet story, you know, how how you started, how your your dad started the company and and how you got to where you are today. Well, it started as a project, I would say. Um, you know, it was identifying a, a solution in, in a very problematic situation. I think that's how it all kind of got together. Um, as you know, as we, we started as a very small sign shop, pretty much, you would say that, you know, we used to just do printing and use other products. Colorspan was one of our products that we used to use back then. And, um, you know, my father himself used to deal with brands like HP and Epson and, you know, there were the couple of brands that we had available in India. And uh, initially we started off with, uh, you know, pre- from from my side, which I was just starting up in school, you know, as a, as a 14-year-old boy trying to, tennis being my first priority and then this being the second one. And uh, we started to develop our own solution, which was... Uh, our first ever solvent printer that we did. Um, it was kind of manufactured from old frames of color span. And that's how we first integrated our, you know, first prototype printer, uh, which was produced for, you know, my dad to use in his printing. It had nothing to do with selling or anything. And, uh, you know, our focus was just, okay, maybe this would help him. And we learned a lot. I mean, we learned how the technology would work. Uh, we traveled to see what people are doing and, you know, what they can use and what cannot be used. And, uh, it, it worked really well. Back then, you know, solvent printing was all there was when it came to large format. And a lot of people didn't even understand what large format was. Uh, people were still using offset printers. So for us, that was our first product that we, you know, came together. We learned, we evolved and we, you know, when we produced the unit, it worked really well. It even worked better than what we had from well-known brands. And 
my father introduced that to one of uh, his very close friends, and he was also a printer himself, and he needed an equipment in urgency. And, uh, you know, he couldn't use the one that he had there because it had a breakdown and there was no support available. Um, so he needed something critical. So we ended up, he ended up leasing, loaning him the printer at no, no, no charge. He said, it's just for us to use and you can use it. And, uh, that was, I would say our first, you know, strategic customer. We didn't even have a name back then, but he was the first customer for us. And, uh, he loved the printer so much, uh, that he was like, you know, you have to tell me which brand this is. And, you know, we want to, we want more of these printers. So that's where this idea kind of got evolved. And uh, me as a little boy back then, I was not very happy with my father that he took away the only printer that I had built. And uh, it was, you know, when I think about that story, I still laugh. I'm like, well, I was I was literally fighting with my father for doing that. And uh, but it, I think it was a start of something big from there. And uh, we started, you know, selling printers from there and you know it was more from just mode of you know word of mouth marketing uh selling these printers to customers and uh we you know we had to have a name for the brand so back then we just called it the shark that's that's all it was called it's a shark printer so we didn't have any sort of corporate brand structure or anything it was just you know building printers as as a as a passion that's how we all started um, even the technical team were all, you know, basically engineers from different backgrounds. They had no clue what large format was. We took us years to just learn how all of this gets into place and, uh, you know, evolved as a brand. Um, and then uh, we got a visit from the owners, the ex-owners of Caldera, which was uh, Joseph back then. And he was one of the founders and the owners of the company. And... Uh, he sat down with us and, you know, we were talking about brand building and, and he was very happy to see an emerging Indian printer back then. And uh, he was one of the people that actually recommended us to use the brand name Stratojet. And that's how even our brand name came into existence. And since then, we, we haven't looked back. You know, we felt very passionate about what we were doing. And uh, from one product to the other, we we always focused on one key thing is, you know, we cannot leave customers hanging, which a lot of brands, you know, well-known brands were doing it back then, um, which was just lack of support and, and structures. So we wanted to make sure that support was never sacrificed because we faced them ourselves being a printer back in those years. And um, I feel that was one of the strongest element that we had and, and a key ingredient for us building this brand. Um, and the second part was technology, because I feel if you if a company is not innovating, if a company is not focusing on what needs to be done in the next 10 years, um, you're already behind in our industry because it's it's a very dynamic uh, industry. And you have to keep on building a solution that is always evolving, adapting, improving and making the life of a operator simple, uh, because in India, you know, Operators are not very well educated, so you cannot, they cannot run everything, you know, that simple like we feel that, oh, it's, it's very simple to operate a computer. As much as we say, you know, it, it, there was a big lag back then. And 
So we produce printers to be super simple, super easy to use and easy to fix for technicians because they were learning themselves back then. And uh, it, it it is still with us. I think that's the core of our brand is keeping things simple and keeping things as organized as possible with with the key part of it being technology, making sure it's always the latest and always, you know, adapting and improving. Um, so that's what we came with and we, we moved forward with it. Um, so from solvent printers to eco solvent printers to, uh, dye sublimation. And then the last ingredient we added was the UV portfolio, uh, which ended up being one of our largest products, um, when we started selling globally. So, we started off from India, you know, then we expanded on to the Middle East. Uh, we expanded on to Southeast Asia. Um, and then we decided to get into the U.S. back in 2015. And uh, we haven't looked back since then. It's just it's just been a very, very strong, uh, you know, few years for us. And we've kept on improving, kept on adapting, um, bringing in upgradable solutions, which, you know, are field upgradable making the only 13-color UV large format that's ever in the U.S. industry uh, was one of the key, uh, you know, positive things that we put together this year. So, yeah, that's that's been our focus is always innovating and, and making, you know, people that are trying to get into the industry or trying to do large format and want to grow their businesses, giving them a solution that helps them grow. And uh, I tell a lot of our my team as well, that our focus has to be always making sure that our customers are succeeding because that's the success story for strategy is if our customers are succeeding in their business. And the same goes, the same story has been told to our dealers that we have to make sure that, you know, wherever our printers are going, they're running and they're helping businesses succeed and, and expand onto the next uh, stage of large format. So, well, I, you know, every time a printer, uh, is down is money that's being lost by the owner, right? Because they can't print yes. the jobs. Yes. So, and this is something that my father, even till day says, is that, you know, we're not selling a bag of chips or, or, or a Coke, which if it doesn't taste good, you can throw away. It's bread and butter for businesses. So if, if our printers are down, they, you know, they're losing money and they're, you know, that money is essential for them to give food on their table and their employees. So, um, you know, we come into a very essential part of businesses. So support is, is, you know, there's no doubt it has to be there. And, you know, that's, I've, we've, we've followed that till date. That's definitely has to be there. There's no exceptions in that. Well, in service, uh, you know, what they say is that, Sales makes the first sale and service makes the second and the third and beyond because you need to have your uh, customers really be able to depend on you when there's a break fix necessary. Of course, of course. And, you know, we have so much technology now. I mean, it's 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 helped us, you know, uh, a lot like people can people are making global calls. People are doing, you know, video calls and all of this has helped. And uh, we, we all, you know supporting is much easier than anyone thought you know um i know a lot of companies like to have a physical person there and doing the support part but you know we always focus on making it easy and you know that does not mean that someone would come in and have to do the fix if uh, a solution can be diagnosed over the phone or over just the software part of it it, it makes a big difference because a lot of things have changed 
in the last few years. It's it's no longer that, you know, printers physically, they're just ball bearings falling out of the printer. You know, everything's gotten much more sophisticated and organized. So it's generally like operator errors. You know, they have a new operator in the shop and that's he just needs support on understanding how to use the equipment or he's pressed probably a wrong button. Um, even for us, I, I've, we, we just learned that about 85% of our service calls are just either operator errors or they forgot and they put something wrong onto the machine. Um, and even if it's something that requires something to be replaced, it's as easy as a customer doing it himself. So, you know, things have definitely, and it's not for us, it's for every brand that's there. There, you know, I don't see the need in a few years that uh, printers would actually need a, you know, a human being coming in and fixing it. I think it's, it's a lot of things that have evolved and it, it will evolve as it, as we go forward in the future. You know, it's interesting to heal, uh, to take you back a little bit into your story, which I think is a great one is so you're working with your dad in uh, a small sign shop. Uh, what was the motivating factor to develop your own equipment? What was missing in the market or what was the opportunity for you? Well, uh, it's kind of a very upsetting story. I mean, we, uh, I mean, India was not a very, you know, not considered a very big business for, for a lot of large format manufacturers. And, uh, you know, there was lack of support. There was lack of proper solutions. Um, so for us, you know, the major infrastructure was just not there. And, and that's what we suffered. And that's what was one of the key reasons that large format couldn't grow in India back then. Um, you know, I, I, I would see my father suffering at a lot of times when, you know, he would need inks and he would get the answer that nothing's going to happen until next month. So you shut down your business for one month. Why? Um, if the printer breaks down, they, they cannot have a technician come in or the technician needs to get the part, which will take about a month and a half to two months. So there was all these errors and all these problems that were happening and India was being, you know, treated as a third world country. But um, when we did do the same thing in U.S., we understood that that's just a normal phenomena, um, that it was not just in India. It was happening everywhere in the world. There were delays and there was everything was slow. So for us, you know, that was, I would say, the motivating factor is that we want to make a solution that would be quick. And, you know, we 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 won't make the customer wait for so long, you know, instead of waiting for 24 to 48 hours. I mean, back then it was months. We could get the printer up and running in like minutes and hours. And that was the big edge that we had over everyone. And, you know. That was one of our motivating factors as well back then. And what and what uh, was different about the technology that you were employing other than trying to inject the simplicity into the product? Well, from technology point of view, we were, you know, our our solutions were designed that even if you're a user, you have the capability of replacing it or changing it. Um, if you look at onto some solutions, you you lose your warranty if you touch a certain product. Uh, if you decide to change a certain product, whereas uh, with us, we did not have all of those, uh, you know, secrecy. We weren't, we're, I mean, even till date, we're not scared to show our technology. We don't want to hide it from anyone. So that was one of the big differences that we created was that, you know, our printer is transparent. You know, you can open up every single panel and see what's inside and you don't lose any warranties. 
I mean, imagine you have a printer in front of you, but if you decide to touch it and try to fix it, you lose your warranty. So it, it was that's that's what we don't want to have. We want to create more ease and more transparency between us and our customers. And that was a very key difference that we had as a brand. And who would you say is your target market these days, recognizing that you've grown a lot, certainly since the business was formed and since 2015 when you came to the United States? Well, our major market is, I would say, of course, there's the mom and pop shops, there's the starting businesses. Um, but what we've also noticed is, you know, large format and wide format has been industry for years. So there's a lot of experienced printer users that are there and are looking for simple solutions. And that's where that's now been our priority target market because they know the technology and they know what they need now and they're more educated. So it makes it easy to talk to them and understand what we're doing. And I think recently that has been our target audience, which is people that have had large format, wide format printers and are looking to expand into a solution that grows with their business. And they don't have to go out shopping every two years if their business decides to grow a scale. That's great. And entering into the United States is no small uh, task for a lot of foreign companies. So talk a little bit about, you know, the thinking around that, besides the fact that the U.S. market is so big in the aggregate, you know, what what was the motivating factor and how did you start? Well, um, we started off with, you know, there were certain uh, distribution dealers that wanted to introduce our products into the U.S. And I'll be, you know, I'll be very honest, we did not have a very good experience. I mean, the initial, I think, uh, the you know, there's a very big difference in, what sells in Asia and what sells in North America. I mean, um, there's def, it was the demands of the customers are different. The, the, you know, the mindset of people are very different here. And, uh, even the, the product demand is different in the U.S. So, uh, it took us about two years to understand the market, to understand the way it works. Uh, we were, I would say, literally not selling anything in the first two years because the products that we decided we thought would work in the U.S. were not required. I mean, they had um, they were more focused on a different product line. And what I'm referring to is we focused on like roll-to-roll printers. That was our strongest product strength back then. Um, but when we came into the U.S., uh, flatbed was a very major demand. And um, you know, we were not ready to do anything like that back then. So we took our time, prepared the right product with with the right technology. And introduced, uh, you know, one of the first flatbed printers that are upgradable, you know, so as, as uh, an entry level customer can buy the printer. Um, and as he would grow his business, he could expand. And I feel that was our, our edge. You know, that was the product that we needed uh, when we initially started. But we learned that we adapted that from the market. And, and that's that's how we initially started. So, um you know, I wouldn't, I'll be very honest, it was, it was an experience, I would say, when we, when we started to what we've, we came into today. Um, but that was the, the strongest trend that we put together and the, and the product that we put together was, that's what the market needed. They needed a solution that they can grow with. They can, you know, adapt to it. And as they're, they would require, they can add more heads, get more speed, add white ink, um, and solutions like that. So, for them, it was something that they can grow 
as a business with. So I feel that's what the U.S. is all about is how does the product connect with them and help them grow? Because if you look at any other brand, any other product, their focus has always been, this is what it is, take it or leave it. So with us giving something different to them, I think that's what the market needed in the U.S. And um, since then, we haven't looked back and it's been it's been doing wonders for us. That's great. And, and you know, the you know, again, I, t- I say that you're a bit humble because uh, what you're saying is that you, you came to a new market and, and it took a while even to get used to what the new demands and the new needs were. Um, do you think that's a typical experience for companies such as yours that come to the U.S. for the first time? Yes. I mean, it was for us, it was it was I would say I, I always tell to my team it was it was a lot of fun. You know, I, I wouldn't sleep at night because people would say that, no, this is not what we need. You know, the product's not there. Um, we were initially being compared to the Chinese products because a lot of people had a bad taste with Chinese printers back then. And they would not want to invest into anything that's not American or that's not Japanese. So, um, you know, we were like the first come products from India and people were unaware of it. So there was a lot of buyer's remorse and, you know, a lot of fear initially. So we the first two years was just all about that, just um, knowing the customers, understanding what their feelings were. And they're not wrong. I mean, that's that's how I feel for every business. It's it's important to face that you won't just get an overnight success uh, when you're building something which is that big. It it takes time and it takes patience and, and it takes understanding. So if you know what you're, you know, what you're trying to get into the market with, and that's, that's, that's all you need is, is something that actually has and connects with the customer. And that's, that has been the, the strongest product solution that we've built since then. Then when we thought about, okay, we need to connect to the customer. And I think that's been our differentiating factor as well as the brand. So then you, you you get your experience under your belt and you get some momentum in uh, 2017, 2018, and then COVID-19 happens. How did COVID-19 impact uh, Stratajet and how did you get through it? So, um, I mean, a lot of people did say that COVID-19 did slow down businesses. Uh, I think for us, you know, when we kicked back in in 2017, um, 18, 19, we did our record sales. So for us, I think even during the COVID, it did slow down us a little bit, but it didn't, I would not say that it shook us or just stopped our sales. I think Strategy as a brand was still selling. We were still doing a lot of equipments for uh, customers that were printing for essential signs, uh, you know, specifically for acrylics, for, uh, you know, canvases. And then we had customers that were even printing on masks. So, um, it was, I think for strategy, the business didn't stop. Uh, our industry wasn't one of them, uh, which had to face a lot of, uh, you know, uh, firings and a lot of, uh, losing of business for us. It was, it was, I would not say we didn't, we didn't grow those years, but we were, you know, getting the same amount of sales that we were getting in 2018. So we were still decent in those two years of COVID. Um, yeah. And then one key ingredient that, that really helped us in those years was our remote tech. So Strategy introduced remote tech in 2017, which was one of the other things that I learned in the U.S. was U.S. is, is huge, you know, 
and it is impossible to have, you know, a, a technician in every city of the U.S. It's it's just not possible. So um, we introduced the technology called Remote Tech, which is basically a diagnostic system um, that's built in with every printer that the customer gets. So we actually get to know what the customer is doing, and if he's facing any issues, we we kind of we kind of understand what the problem is and if we can fix it remotely or if someone needs to go there with a part he knows what that part is and he's not going there and you know diagnosing the printer which takes anyways from one you know one full day to two days at times so we cut down those times and we uh the customers loved that solution as well that there was you know the technicians were coming in fixing the printers in like a couple of hours and leaving and then more, most times they don't even have to visit because um, there, it wasn't a part failure. It was just they lost the software or their PC crashed or, you know, they somehow deleted their calibration. So for us, that was one of a very strong point and uh, which helped us do a lot of sales during COVID because uh, remote tech was still missing in a lot of printers and uh, they couldn't get support. Whereas with us, they were getting uh, around the clock support and, uh, so for us, that was a very, very, very strong solution um, that we built, and it, it helped us even till date. Um, a lot of our customers are really happy for what we do. It's like well, they say that in we had a an email from one of my customers in I think he was in Arizona, and he said, "I've been doing this for over 15 years, but uh, I've never ever." called a service a large format service agency at 11 in the night and i was able to get my printer up and running by 11 15. he said i've never seen that app ever happen so um people that had the printers that got the feeling of a strategy they would never leave us so we had a very very strong product retention and come people coming back to us so I feel like whatever we started back in India, we were able to do the same in the U.S., of course, in a very different way and with a different product. But the approach till date remains the same, and I hope it does even in the coming future. You know, it's almost a surprise uh, to many consumers when you call a helpline, uh, especially when your equipment is down, that you can resolve it so quickly and in one call. So that kind of a story goes a long way in terms of building your brand, especially for referrals. Yes, and and that's how it started because it was a shock to a lot of customers that that they can get that, and they because they used to feel that okay, you know, support line means it's it's a line that they'll call and then they'll get a call in 24 hours, and a technician would come in, um, he'll look at the machine, and then the part gets ordered and he gets a part. So, you know from a four to five day process, getting the printer up and running in 10 to, you know, 10 minutes to one hour. And if a part is required, you know, then the technician comes in with the part. They said that that's, that's never heard of for them. So uh, for me, it was a surprise as well, because um, I thought this was already there in, in the industry, but it was missing. So for us, that was something I would say a blessing in disguise that, you know, it was not there, and then we could use that as an opportunity for for building the strategic brand. And customers have been, you know, our, our customers have been liking that, and they literally tell us that, okay, you get us on the phone, whoever's looking to buy the strategy, I'll talk to him. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, they're I would say they're our number one sales guys <laughs> because they really help us when they they talk. And that's I think you know we're not 
I tell a lot of our, you know, prospects that we're not 50 years old or we're not 80 years old. We're a very young company, but that means that we have, you know, the fire and the, you know, the edge to, to bring new innovation into the market. And, uh, the, the Gen Z or the, the, the new generation is all about technology. You know, we're very impatient, but we, we try to do things faster than what, you know, the older way of doing was. Yeah, that's, that's hugely important. And you're right about the technology aspect. I think that's a bit of what challenges the print market sometimes in terms of, you know, being able to attract the next generation. Uh, into the business, whether it's on the equipment manufacturer side or whether it's on the print side. That's true. And, and yeah, that's, you know, it's the, the industry has gotten competitive. So, you know, it means that you need to have a proper supply chain. You need to have a good technical team. You need to have a very, you know, a simple solution because, um, you know, I've, work you know a lot of the customers that have been doing this for years they're geniuses but the newer generation isn't you know the newer generation is they they just want the things to be simple so they don't waste time on understanding it and they focus more on getting out there and making money and bringing more businesses so the the amount of time they're spending in engineering the printer they're actually you know wasting and not getting enough sales so from our side, that's the focus is like, okay, if the printer is running and it's doing what it's supposed to do, the companies can go out there and make money. So it's, it's, it's just that simple. There's, yep. uh, there's no fighting that, you know, and it's, it comes, anyone that uses a strategy printer understands that in a few months. And, uh, you know, if it's, it's a different way of doing business. And I think in the future, that's a lot of brands are adapting that. So that means in the future, that's the way of large format is going to be as well. Right. And so, you know, what do you see uh, in the industry for 2024 and beyond? And, you know, I'm sure that your vision is going to uh, determine the path that you go down in terms of how you further develop uh, your products. You know, what does the horizon look like for you? So we've, you know, our focus initially was always building quality products. You know, we, we learned that, that if, if the product has quality, it is able to produce a uh, good uh, output, uh, something that is not there in the industry with a lot of brands, unless they invest half a million dollars. Um, that was missing. So a strategy always focuses on what's not there in the market and what's something that they can get into, which no one else is doing. Um, so that is the approach that we did take for 23 and uh, is going to be followed on to 24, which is uh you know, we have achieved high quality output, uh, with our 13 color solution. Um, so no one can challenge the quality part of it. The next stage is, you know, bringing that to higher speeds as well. So, uh, focusing on how we can, you know, transmit the same systems to, you know, small format solutions and to, to people that don't have enough space and they want to get a flatbed printer. So we are working on solutions that would be, you could say like a foldable flatbed printer, you know, um, that's, that's what we're trying to achieve. So something that would is more focused towards companies that were not able to enter the flatbed segment because of space or, you know, possibility, uh, insufficient funds. Now they would have the capability of doing that. So for 2024, that's our, our vision that we will, 
you know, bring in some new solutions that would help uh, small shops help uh, help them grow, and even you know the mid-scale shops that don't have enough space, they they will have the ability to add in a flatbed printer. Well, and that's part of this digital transformation for a lot of a lot of shops that you know maybe are focused on offset or and looking to expand their business as offset might decrease, and so that's a great a great way to look at it. You know where you can. Uh, really service that market and address the issue that, you know, space is limited, space is expensive. Uh, so to me, you're, it sounds like you're democratizing print, so to speak, in terms of bringing it to the small shop. Yes. Yes. So we're, it would, it would help. I mean, it, it won't be the same speeds as the, as the large format, you know, full, full blown flatbed does, but it will at least have them start, get, get them a starting point. And then as they would grow their businesses, they could, you know, get bigger spaces, but you need to have a business and you need to make money to, to get to that second stage. So this is sort of our approach to help them get into that second stage and, uh, you know, expand their, expand their businesses. And for people that are already into that industry, uh, we, you know, we would be focusing on our new color solutions that we, we just announced in October. Um, so a lot of customers, you know, We'll get to know about these color solutions and that they can add these to their solutions, which, you know, before October, it, it required at least half a million dollar printers to do so. So uh, it's a big market. It's a big space that we can tap into. And, and for 2024, that's going to be the focus for us. And to sum it up, Sahil, uh, I want to congratulate you for your success and the growth that you've that you've uh seen thanks to your efforts um what what would you recommend uh to an entrepreneur who's looking to take a bit of a risk but a calculated risk in terms of developing a new product or maybe expanding into a new area that they hadn't seen before and hadn't had you know a ton of experience in perhaps well i i would definitely say you know that right now flatbed is still a flatbed technology is still untapped i mean we, when you think of a flatbed printer, you think of, oh, I can do yard signs in it. I can do, you know, outdoor boards and there's so many people doing it, but there's so many untapped businesses that you can get, tap into with a flatbed printer that no one is doing. I mean, there's, there's a huge market for, you know, home decor solutions. There's a huge market for commercial solutions, corporate solutions, you know, packaging solutions that, is missing because customization is in, you know, people want that. They're, I mean, at this point, a lot of businesses are importing that from countries like Europe, from countries like China, because it's not enough what's it, what is available in the U S. So uh, for any entrepreneur that is looking to dive into the printing industry, I mean, I think flatbed is, is still an untapped, uh, I would say solution that's out there and it's not just us. There's a lot of brands that are offering that, but that is a very big untapped market that I feel um, the next four or five years, it, it, it should get tapped and there should be a lot of money that would get into that industry because like we just talked, the offset is dying and, you know, flatbed printers are the ones that are going to take that market. Um, so there's, there's that full industry that's going to be changed. Um, you even have the prototyping for packaging that is now going into flatbeds because of, you know, 
you can you you can do those onesie twosies testings, which you know for for big digital press you cannot do the same. You waste a lot of material, you waste a lot of ink. So there's a lot of different markets that are still untapped in our industry, which I see getting tapped in the future. Yeah, the uh, the market is only going to grow in that segment for sure as others contract. Not that there's not going to be a place for offset because there I think there will be for a very long time, but. To your point, um, it gives uh, printers much more flexibility than they than they have just by you relying on a single solution. So, congratulations to you and to Stratajet for making that market much more available to the small printer. Yes, no, it's it's all thanks to my team. I I think it's their efforts, their hard work that has got us here, and uh, you know the the tons of people working in California and in uh, you know back in India as well that have that have got us this far. So uh, I am really proud of, of what we're doing. And I, I really hope that these strong principles keep, keep going forward in the coming years. And uh, this, you know, our young company becomes well known to every, every person in the world. Oh, that's terrific. Well, listen, thank you for a really interesting discussion. You know, as I said before, I think we all learn from experiences such as yours in which, uh, you know, hard work, but strategy really has uh, resulted in, you know, a creation of a really interesting business that's doing well in the market and growing every day. So thanks for sharing all those insights with us today. Yeah, welcome. You're welcome. It was a pleasure talking to you. And uh, yeah, I hope I answered most of the questions that you oh, had. Oh, you did. You did well. Just to, for folks to check you out on the web, let us know where we can find your uh, find the company. So you can look us up on strategetusa.com. Um, that's the, the website for the North America uh, that we have. And we soon have a new website coming in uh, with strategetglobal.com. And that would be for all the, the European and the international markets. So that would be, that's a new, a very nice development that we're doing, which would help people actually identify printers based on what applications they're looking to do. So you can, that would be, that's something that's actually coming up and you can look us up there as well. Terrific. Well, again, for everybody that's listened, we really enjoyed the discussion today, Sahil. This is Sahil Singh from Strateget, um, and congratulations and best of luck in the future for sure. Um, and just to, just to close it out today, thanks for listening. I'm Chris Santamassimo, one of the hosts of the Think Factory podcast, and we'll see you next time.